0: Shouting like a madman, look like Mr. Clean The next thing he said was Slime in the ice machine I said, slime in the ice machine He said, slime in the ice machine He said, filthy utensils and roaches on the floor spawn food in the freezer Mouse droppings by the door Slime in the ice machine Slim Hey everybody, it is July 31st, 2021, 2021. And this week the H stands for happy in the ice Because machine. outside of uh, the United States and the Olympics Which we'll get to in a second Houston sports things could be worse pretty happy right now the Astros are still top of their division they've got a nice healthy lead I think it's five five and a half games over the A's right now they made some good uh uh trades before the uh, the trade deadline which is today and uh the, the Rockets had a had an amazing draft uh as far as what they were able to pick up uh the Texans is still a, dumpster fire uh but at least Deshaun Watson physically showed up to training camp so uh you know but anyway with all that we are going to August is going to be pretty slow so we'll have plenty of time to talk more about that later in the month but for right now we are going to continue our coverage of the United States of Houstonians and people with Houston connections representing the United States in the 2020 2021 I really am not still not sure how to phrase it but the 2021 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Now, uh, before we start, DR Lewis, not the third, brought it to my attention that I indeed did butcher many of these names. And as I go through, I will attempt to do them better. But I also got some of the genders wrong, which is really embarrassing. So I will make sure to make those corrections. But anyway, so going through the list, let's see. First, Jenny Funches. Uh, she she's representing the United States in flyweight boxing. She was eliminated in the round of 16. So, no medal. I'm going to be doing a little medal count here as we go. Where's my pen? Uh, Lawson Craddock, road cyclist. He came in 80th in the overall road race, which I think, you know, that sounds bad when you're just like, you got 80th place, but I think that's a race with a lot of people. Uh, so, obviously, no medal for that. Uh, Courtney Hurley and Kelly Hurley, which a correction on them, uh, I had said that their father was an Olympian. Her fa- uh, Their father was a... Uh, a national champion and a well-known fencer and apparently a very prominent doctor in the Houston area and in the San Antonio area where the, the ba- they, they were, like, born in Houston and then raised in San Antonio, but anyway. So, and the mom was, like, a national champion at fencing, too. So, correction, they weren't Olympians, but, you know, they were... It's still a fencing family. Uh, both of them individually did not make it out of the... Uh, I, I don't know how the, the structure works on that, but before they got to the meddling portion of the competition, they have both been eliminated. Um and something I didn't even know about, because I'll be honest, what well, I don't know anything about fencing. It specified that they were EP fencing fencers. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. So apparently there's different kinds, and I've got the little article pulled up. There's foil. EP and Saber, and I'm not going to sit here and explain it to you and read this article, but it's, like, the difference in the blade and the difference in which, like, where they have to hit each other with a little stick, and, like, even what what sounded weird to me was, like, how hard they could hit them with the stick. Apparently, you can—you have to be, like, as gentle as possible, which, when, when I think of sword fighting, I guess I think of as hard as possible, but anyway— the two of them represent EP as individuals. They did not make it to the medaling part of the competition, so they are uh have been eliminated from medal consideration. Uh Kat Osterman plays softball. They took silver, so there's our first medalist. Uh they they lost to Japan in the uh in the championship round, so Japan got the gold medal. So let's see. One silver medal for Houston. Uh Simone Manuel Manuel's a swimmer. A swimmer, a swimmer. Uh, She currently took bronze as part of the 4x100 meter relay. So there's our bronze. And she is going to be competing in the 50 meter freestyle and the 100 meter freestyle. And I'm sorry if I didn't, it was the 4x100 freestyle relay, if I I didn't say that correctly. And so she still has to compete in the 50 meter individual freestyle and the 100 meter individual freestyle. And those competitions are ongoing. But she has secured at least one medal, bronze, as part of that relay team. Uh, Hu Woy- Huj- yeah. Wang, ten- ta- table tennis, which I still didn't know what they're, you know, I don't want to call them ping pongers, but table tennis, um, that's a she, I called it a he, or it, oh my god, I referred to her as a he, because I'm ignorant, and I don't know why I just made that assumption, because I don't know, Hujing what that would be either way, but... Uh she is currently still in, in competition. She's in a medal race. She is in the round of 16, and she will be competing next, I think, on Sunday or Monday. Uh Nick Fink, swimmer, 200 meter backstroke. He is done. He completed fifth overall, so no medal. Uh Brittany Greiner, uh, was brought to my attention from DR Lewis, not the third, that she's apparently the most famous WNBA player of all time, apparently. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I watch WNBA. Like no, do, no disrespect to them. I just don't, you know. And so, was she one of the ladies in Space Jam? Wouldn't matter. Didn't see it. So, anyway, she's part of the. <laughs> she's part of the female, <laughs> the female of uh, a basketball team. They are currently two and zero, and their next competition is on August second. Uh, Tamara Minsa-Stock is a freestyle wrestler. And apparently also she's like the most famous freestyle wrestler in the United States, you know. Uh, Her competition is still ongoing. Uh, Anika McPherson is a high jumper. Her contest is still ongoing. Anna Von Broman is a fencer, an EP fencer. So all the Houstonians are into that EP fencing. And Anna Von Broman, I don't know if I made that joke last time. That sounds like a fencer name, doesn't it? It sounds like like German royalty uh, anyway she's actually part of the team fencing effort and they compete they completed fifth overall so no medal uh, Simone Biles I'm sure we've all heard of her first off we'll just do what her results are. she is going to end the Olympics with it with one silver medal as part of the um, artistic gymnastics team effort so there's another medal for Houston. Uh, But, I mean, unless you live under a rock, you know that she uh, withdrew from the team competition and since then has also withdrawn from the individual competition, citing um, uh, mental health issues uh, specifically. And this, I didn't know this, this is all what I've been told and what I read, is apparently gymnasts have a version of the yips, which if you're not familiar with the yips, that's a thing in baseball where players will... Just get like a mental block on something really easy. Like, seriously, like just as easy as throwing the pitch over the plate or as easy as being the first baseman and catching it. They just, they just get this mind, this, the, you know, they just mind fuck themselves and they can't do it. And, and it can like ruin careers. And, it, and, and teams even get like psychiatrists to come in and like work with them to get them out of it. And so in gym, in gymnastics, they have a version of it called the Twisties. Which, it's just kind of like that, like, things that are super routine and, and super easy and, all, you know, kind of by the numbers for them, suddenly they're having to stop and think about it. And this is why I, w- I appreciated being able to, like, hear other people's input on it, because this is something I never would have thought about, is, unlike baseball, where if you throw the ball over the first baseman's head and get an error and, and you know, have a wild pitch and somebody scores a run on it, you just look like a dipshit... With gymnasts, getting the twisties can be cre- really, really dangerous because they're literally flipping all over and everything, and they don't want to land and blow their leg out or land on their head and break their neck. So it's not necessarily just a pride thing of like, oh, I don't want to go out there and make the team look bad or make myself look bad or be a laughing stock. It's like a, I don't have confidence in myself to run and jump and do 18 flips and land without breaking my spine. So I was already in... On board with her. I mean, if, if she's got a mental block, she's got a mental block, you know? And it's like the fact of if people were comparing it with, like, well, what happens if, you know, Giannis onto Kakumpo said, oh, I can't, I mentally can't do it. And it's like, yeah, you're making yourself vulnerable. You're, you're making yourself vulnerable to criticism because, I mean, it's the same thing with a physical injury. Like, if, If I completely blew, if somebody blew their ACL out and they're like, I don't want to go out, nobody's going to hold that against them. But if you've got like a slightly hurt toe and it hurts a little bit and your teammates are kind of like, yeah, he's kind of milking this. Yeah, you're going to get criticized. And so, yeah, you're opening yourself up to that. But it's also in comparison to what it is you're trying to do. And I mean, yeah, do you like it takes a lot of bravery to go out there on literally the international stage. Like it's the Olympics. It's as international as a competition can ever possibly be and say I'm not in a good headspace I'm gonna at best make myself look like an ass at worst cripple myself so I'm gonna withdraw and you know my team will get the silver and and you know and she's got this incredible pedigree you know I think she's like a five-time national champion and you know uh I think altogether has medaled at four other Olympics three other Olympics something like that I mean, she's so prominent that I was just looking at a thing for the George R. Brown Convention Center, which is the convention center in Houston, to see some of the upcoming events. And next year, there's the Simone Biles Invitational. Like, the the gymnastics competition is hosted by her. So it's like, yeah, I think her place in the sport is cemented. And if in this moment in time, she didn't feel like she could do it, she couldn't do it. And... I, you know, that kind of ties in with something else, and I might save this for uh, next week if if it, if it runs short. But right now, with like all the unrest we have in the United States, on the political side of things, on the civil side of things, racially, uh, with COVID, with the economy, just it, 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 I could not imagine what it's got to be like to go out there and want to represent the United States, because a lot of these people in the United States are not being very nice to these athletes. And so it's like, yeah, go out there and risk your health and your reputation so we can just find something else to bitch about that they're going to do wrong. You know, you're going to not honor the flag the right way or you're not going to, you know what I'm saying. And and so it's just like, you're asking a lot of her because she's already got hers. She's already got her medals, her reputation, her endorsements, her money. You guys are just, the people who are going to criticize her are just going to find something else to bitch about either way. So I don't know. I think that would be hint to DR is not the third. That'd be a good topic for speaking for sport. Is why can you? How can you expect some of these athletes to give a shit? if you're so critical of them, like we don't have any female soccer players on this, in this little endeavor for Houstonians. Cause there's no Houstonians on the team, but I see like out in, I live in a rural area. Like I see in some of the local like network, like Facebook groups that I'm in people like cheering against the U S woman's soccer team because the woman with the colored hair who's on the subway commercials, whose name I can't remember. They're like rooting for her to lose. And I'm like, do you not hear yourself? You're rooting against your country in the Olympics. Like, how much more divided can we be, you know? And so, anyway, with the Simone Biles thing, hey, it takes a brave person to admit that you're suffering, you're dealing with something like that, and it especially takes a brave person to... Uh, do it on such a, on on a big platform like that, so more power to her, but at the end of the day, hey, she got the silver medal, and even if she didn't get the medal, fuck it, she's already got all her stuff, whatever, you know, and she's only 22, 24, which apparently is like really old for a gymnast, but, I mean, in three years is another one, she'll come back, who gives, you know, whatever, I mean, God, on just the endorsements, on the endorsement deals alone, she's got enough money to live the rest of her life and do whatever she wants, yet alone... The crazy coaching fees that she'll be able to. Hold on a second. Sorry, I thought the cat knocked something over. Yeah, she'll she'll be fine. So anyway, that's enough about Simone Biles. Uh, Raven Rogers is representing the United States in the 800 meter hurdles. That event is ongoing. Uh, Scott Keismer is representing the United uh, United States in baseball as a pitcher. That tournament is still ongoing. They just recently beat the crap out of Israel, eight to one. But that tournament's ongoing, so we'll, we'll have results on that next week. Now for our two Houstonians that aren't on the United States team. I'll touch on them real quick. Uh, Munzer Carerba which, embarrassingly, that is a male. I thought that was a female last time. No idea why I made that assumption, because Munzer, I, you know, whatever. As uh, a swimmer in the 800-meter uh, melody... Which I'm not Hugh. I don't know all about swimming. I believe that competition is over. His he competed earlier this week, uh, he got second in his heat, so I don't think he advanced. So I believe that he's I believe that he he's done, even though his event is still ongoing. And then uh, Erica Agwu Mike uh, from Niger, representing Nigeria in basketball. They are currently zero two, and they are facing Japan on the first. Oh, and then one last thing, because this was another one that I thought we would touch on a bit. The men's basketball with a specific focus on Middleton, Durant, and Harden. They are currently 3-1, and one, uh, and they are facing the Czech Republic either late on the 31st or early on the 1st. And with the time, cho- I, I, I can't tell if this is like our time or their time, but soon they're going to play against the Czech Republic. Um, you know, they very noticeably very notably lost to France in, in the very first game, and that had everybody, you know, shitting all over them. and I think that's a whole, you know, you could do a whole episode just on that, because first off, France, it's like four of the five starters on the team are NBA players, so it's not like these are just random Frenchmen being drugged off the streets of Paris to play against Team USA, um... These there's not much chemistry on this team USA because a lot of these guys have been kind of thrown together for a wide variety of reasons. The French team plays consistently together, so you know, even though if on an individual level they might not be better than our players, they just work as a unit, they've got more chemistry. Greg Popovich has taken a lot of criticism from his coaching style apparently does not translate to international play very well. Um and then I think the biggest thing about it, when it comes to how people reacted to this, is basketball's one of the most international sports out there now. I mean, obviously not as much as something like soccer, but specifically thanks to things like the 1992 Dream Team, there's been now an entire generation, what two generations of basketball players who grew up, you know, all across Africa and Europe and Australia and China that got into basketball and have made basketball their thing because of, you know, the Dream Team and, like, how prominent America was when we sent out, you know, Jordan and all those other guys, and so I'm like, why do you feel entitled to go steamroll all these countries, like, is that even fun, like, what's the point of that, why does the the gold medal mean anything if we're just beating the shit out of these other countries, It's a good thing. It means the competition internationally has gotten to a level that it's not a guaranteed thing that we're going to win the gold, even though I think we have won the gold every year since 92, with the exception of the the 4 team, where they, they got bronze, I think. Yeah, and it's like the whole reason that the dream team in 92 was so famous and prominent it wasn't because we had historically been bad at basketball it was that prior to 92 we didn't send professionals we only sent amateurs and college players and i can't i don't actually remember the whole story behind it but once they were just like yeah fuck it we're sending our pros and they, it was like the greatest uh, simulation of you know professional sports talent probably ever on a single roster uh D.R. Lewis, not the third. You're a better historian on sports than I am. Is there a better collection of um sports talent on one single roster than the nineteen ninety two Dream Team? Let me know. But anyway, what I'm getting at is it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And we're three and one, and we're, you know, we're definitely gonna make it past the group stage into the qualify, you know, into the um, I'm drawing a blank. You know, the the qualification round where you're actually like getting eliminated and and, and competing for a medal. We're going to make it that far. Are we going to get a gold? Who knows? And it's like, you know know what happened when we got the bronze in 2004? They came back with the Redeem team in 2008 and won a gold. And then they won a gold in 2012 and they won a gold in 2016. Whatever. It's like, you're not going to win all of it. And if you win all of it, doesn't it eventually lose its significance? So anyway, I'm on my soapbox. I'm a little bit on my soapbox this week just because... You know, I'm all about the Olympics and rooting for your country, and it just makes me disheartened when people in my country are celebrating the loss of, like, the female soccer team and the men's basketball team and, you know, Simone Biles. It just makes me think that it's a greater, uh, you know, it's a good indicator of things aren't right in our culture right now. But anyway... I do have to say that I was worried when we played Iran because, you know, Iran is a real basketball powerhouse, and uh, we barely eked it by them. No, that's a complete joke. Uh, Iran does, is not known for having—I uh, don't believe there's a single Iranian NBA player, and um, I think we beat them by 60 points. So, you know what? That's for the 1980 embassy thing. You'll you'll know, bet you'll think twice about that before you take another one of our embassies. We'll beat you— Pretty bad at basketball. anyway, I'm I'm really veering off into into nothing now. And so anyway, next week we will be back. Uh, The episode will probably be a day or two late so I can get all the Olympic events. Then we will finish our full medal count for all the Houstonians. As of right now, we don't have any gold medalists, but we've got two silvers, both from team efforts and one bronze from a relay effort. But hey... That's three Olympic medals from one city of Houston. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. Go out there and cheer on Team USA or whatever country it is you're from. And remember, the point is to have fun and to put our differences aside to cheer for these people, not to let this become another issue that divides us. So anyway, I'm trying to think, what was that thing that Jerry Springer always said? Love yourself and love each other, something like that. See you next week. Like what you heard? Check out more at nrqpodcast.com. GammaGator Productions.